Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Keeping your office running like a well-oiled power play. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. It's 1234 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now, Bob Stoffer with you. Some guests on our show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. You can go visit Rebecca and her staff at Roos Chris. Uh, reminder, every Wednesday night is date night at Roos Chris, where two can nine for $120. Hey, Brendan, it is uh, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta. Live racing Saturdays at Northlands Park. Where, where's Spec? <laughs> well, he had to move his truck, first of all, because there is a big uh, launch going over. Our sister station, uh, iNews 880, is changing to uh, Global News 880 officially today. So uh, there's also pizza downstairs. I think Spec might have went to uh, Greg have a few slices of pizza as well. Like, does he understand that uh, if you're if you're 30 seconds late, uh, you may as well not show up? Like, holy cow! Speak of the devil! Wow, I, I know, I know, you're that you're that important. Eh? I know, I know, it's all good. Uh, anyhow, Stoffer Inspector again, brought to you by our friends at Horse Racing Alberta Live Racing Saturdays at Northlands Park. So much to talk to, and uh, we're going to bring aboard at this time uh, the marginally talented, uh, one of the uh, great writers for Sportsnet, Sportsnet. Spec himself, Mark Spector. Hey, Spec, how are you? Good. I got cornered by Halsey. He's telling me what a lousy game that was. Last <laughs> it's time. unbelievable. Like, it's like Halsey. I got to get on the air. And another thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is like a shtick. Like, is he the only guy that thought it was a terrible game? Four leads. Was that not one of the best games we've seen in the Stanley Cup final in I mean, years? The, the goaltenders weren't dominant. You know, that's the difference here. Uh, it, you know, it's a, what was it, 5-4 with an empty net or 6-4, right? Yeah. Uh, in that particular game, the goaltenders weren't dominant. Maybe another game will be 2-1 because no one can beat Florian Holtby. That's fine. Yeah. I'll like that game, too. It was an that int- was a great game. It was an intense game. Like, there was Four lots. lead changes? There's lots going on in that hockey game. Yeah, it's awesome to see. By the way, Halsey's the same guy who didn't think that the 1987 Canada Cup, those three games between Canada and Russia, were any good either. So, Look, and- I don't need 5-4 hockey every night. I just want to go to the rink thinking that 5-4 hockey might break out. 
And it can happen. And we've had runs in the past, like the Kings in what was that, 2012 or yeah, where it was it was whoever scored first won the damn game. Left the hotel, no one. It's going to be two nothing or two to one. It may be three to one with an empty netter. Tops. What did Daryl Sutter say? It's a three-two league. Well, not in the playoffs. It wasn't in the playoffs. So there was no absolute chance of a a lead change. B. Uh, a 5-4 game. I don't want that. I don't need a 5-4 game every night. Just let me leave the house thinking I might get one. That's all I need. Right? Texas at 6.30, 6.30. Did last night, uh, to paraphrase uh, Halsey, did, ah, it was a terrible game. If you think that way, let us, uh, or conversely, if you think Brian's out to lunch, and uh, I mean, many of us grew up in the city thinking that Brian was out to Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to bring him in here at some point. I can uh, remember listening to Brian Hall call a home Eskimo playoff games because they weren't on TV. In 1973, so that's the first one. If your dad never one. took you, right, right, for some reason, if you didn't, yeah. and my dad took me to almost all of them. We had the same experience. Yeah, listening. You, you weren't there, so you stood in the kitchen and listened to Brian Hall on a radio, so you'd know what was happening. We were driving out in our Country Squire station wagon out to Fultonvale to take a look at our property, listening to the Western Final, the Eskimos and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, in 1973. <laughs> right, Halsey and was it Farlinger? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, I might have even... Uh, didn't Jim Donlevy work on those broadcasts back For then? For a while he For, did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. JD did, yeah. I think he yeah, did he the did. pregame show back in the day. Wow, they had those back then, eh? What, pregame shows? Yeah. Oh, they, they they have a pregame show now. You're, are you not on no, sport? back then, I'm saying. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. They packed them full. I knew how to sell them. Now they have them. They started like three hours before the game. Yeah, well, I, I mean, some would say this is an extension of a, a long one for about you 100. You never get too much Morley Scott, I always say. Well, some might debate that, but uh, <laughs> others, certainly in relative to the hockey, some would certainly say there's uh, too much of a couple guys that are on. So, <laughs> no, it's Morley, Morley has uh, the advantage because he's got Dave Campbell and he's got Blake Dermott. Yeah, right. So everybody knows football. Right? Everybody knows football. Yeah. What about me? <laughs> How about you cut your teeth a little bit longer before you just jump in there like that? Oh, okay? Bob doesn't talk to her. He's like Red Fisher. <laughs> yeah. uh, you you got to explain that because last night they were recognizing Red Fisher. Yeah, it's actually really nice everybody. because I always thought that that Red Fisher act was uh, frankly a little bit arrogant. So yeah, well, he's an old. Th- guy. That was so explain explain the deal. Well, Red Fisher, of course, Saul actually his first name was Saul Red Fisher, the old scribe from the Montreal yeah. Gazette. Uh, passed away this year. He was the founding father, uh, one of the founding fathers of the Professional Hockey Writers Association, and he held card number one. Okay. That's how long he's been around. Uh, and we recognized him last night. We just had a little thing at game one of the cup, wear red for red. Everybody wore a, if you saw Cherry, he had a nice bright red hanky in. Uh, yep. Lots of guys had a red tie. But he was the guy who would not talk to rookies until they completed their first year. Is at that least a, their first year. At least their yeah. first the year. Old, the old Canadians would say that when Red finally talked to you, you knew you'd arrive. So sometimes John, it was your second year, sometimes it was your third year. So the Canadians organization buys the Quebec Aces in the league they're in and moves Jean Beliveau to the league, and Red didn't talk to him for the first yeah. year. Yeah. Are you telling me he didn't talk to Jean Beliveau well, for you? That's how Red operated. Wow, that's, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> doesn't work that way anymore, does it? No. Uh, Anyhow. Well, the, you, sometimes you have the opposite. You have uh, guys that, and, and we see it a bit because we go to the combine, and yeah. there's there's guys that are at the combine every year, and I'm kind of, not that you're, you know, I mean, look, I, I work for the Oilers Entertainment Group. We're sitting there interviewing guys, mm-hmm. and I'm watching 
some, some media individuals, and I don't know what they're doing there. They're just there. Like, you see guys like Craig Button and John Shannon, and you know what they're doing there. And, yep. you know, you see Jack and me are sitting there, and we're going to probably interview 15 guys, 12 to 15 players each on Saturday. So okay. after their training sessions. But there are the guys that try to get in with the rookies as well. That's the other effect. They, you know, you get media individuals that try to get in right from day one with a guy before he's ever in your organization. Well, it's good to get to know guys at those things. Sure. That's why a world junior is good. You always yeah. get to know players there. A sure. World championships can be good that way, you, you know. All right. Anyhow. So, uh, so I thought it was a great game. You thought it was a pretty highly entertaining oh, really hockey entertaining game. game. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, that's the most permeable I've seen Marc-Andre Fleury in a while. So if I'm Washington, I feel like uh, if I can't beat Fleury on that night, I'm worried if I'm going to... He's, he's going to get better. I should have won last night if I'm Washington. That's what I'm trying to spit out here. Mark, is it won. any... That was it, the best game, by the way, since game two between the Jets and the Preds. That 5-4 uh, Preds win, I think. That was uh, fantastic last night. Well, yeah, another high school game. For it, lots of goals. Uh, and the lead changes, right? Thanks for jumping in and stay in your box. But, uh, or well, I know you enjoyed that game. I think at the time, Bob, uh-huh. you said that was the best game of the playoffs I'm at that time. I just busted you. <laughs> I remember uh, the 2004 Stanley Cup final between Tampa and Calgary, a seven-game series in which the team that scored first won all seven games. Yeah. And that was a testimony to what happened in that hockey, right? Once you got a lead, you hooked and rode. It was the last of the big rodeos. And the fact that we're here today seeing 10 goals is one thing, but more so seeing four lead changes. That, yeah. to me, That's, tells you the game is always up for grabs. All right, so we have a situation uh, where the NBA championship for the, what, fourth consecutive year? Same teams. Is going to have the Golden State Warriors where, hey, if you can't beat them, join them. Has LeBron not been in eight times in a row? Yeah, Kevin Durant, uh, who was on a very good team in Oklahoma City. That's where the Oilers Farm team used to be. So we used to keep an eye on them when we'd go. I went down there twice to OKC, and Mm -hmm. they were an exciting organization. I mean, they had James James Harden, they had Westbrook, and they had Durant. Like, if they kept the three of those guys together... They might have been, but anyway. Try well, getting those guys to stay in Oklahoma City. Well, and, As free agents, and, it's their right to leave. And the athlete in that sport's a little bit different, too. Well, it's just a different game. Completely it's, different game, but it so is a position, right? Here is where I'm going. For the fourth consecutive year, uh, it's going to be the Cavs. Uh, or it's, yeah, it's going to be the Cavs going up against Golden State. Yep. Golden State basically is an all-star team. Uh, the Cavs this year. Uh, but the Cavs still have the best player in the game. He's the best. It's an yeah. all-star team versus the best player of the game. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, he, he had whatever happened with Kyrie Irving, we're, we're never going to know. He wasn't even available. Whatever, to pl- whatever had happened. And, Hasn't and, slowed him down yet. And love is hurt. Yeah. So this is going to, to me, I mean, if he somehow. Love hurts, baby. Love hurts. If he if he wins this series, if LeBron wins this series, it's, I mean, it's, that end of it would be a great story. But the fact that it's the same two teams for There you, are no great stories, Bob. When the same teams play four years in okay, a row, and there that's are no great stories. It's okay? just boring. I don't care who wins. I don't care what happens. Right? It's the same two teams in a row. Well, I might watch it because it'll be really good basketball. So if the Edmonton Oilers get to the place, uh, and hey, we'll, we'll right next year we'll just take the playoffs. But theoretically, if Edmonton got to the place, let's say Edmonton and Toronto had three straight years where they're in the Stanley Cup oh final. McDavid versus talk to me then. Yeah. Right. It's uh, a, it won't happen. It, it doesn't won't. happen. Why? Why is it different in hockey? Uh, because it takes a, a whole roster to be successful, right? The, listen, to me, the the bigger stat is that the best player in, in basketball has been to the final eight times. Well, the best player... Two different teams? Yeah, and here's one of the major reasons why. Okay, The best player in basketball, if he so chooses, can play 46 to 48 minutes in a game. 
play them all, I suppose. Right, and there's only five guys out there. Yeah, right. He takes. He the can ball. play literally every minute, and the I, I this might sound Edmonton centric. Some might say Sidney Crosby's still the best player in the NHL, uh, but a lot of people think Connor McDavid is the best player in the world right now, and we're lucky to see him play 22 minutes a game. Oh, for sure. Right. And, I mean, look at it this way. If, if, if I don't even know how many sh- shots a basketball team takes in the average game. How many shots do they take? You tell me. You know, 48-minute game, do they take 80 shots, 100 shots? Let's say they take 100 shots. I can tell you, Houston took way too many three-point attempts. But that, my point would <laughs> clank, be that clank, if, it, clank. if Cleveland took 100 shots, shots in the yeah. basketball game, uh, LeBron could take 50 of them. Sure, but if the Oilers go out and play hockey and get thirty shots on goal, Connor might have. Connor games. does not get fifteen of them. He, right, he might get. That. There you go. You know that's that's. Part, uh, listen, it's all it's cut and dry. The best player in the league, his team makes it every year for eight years. Gretzky was the best player in the league for a long time. Yeah, right. Guy Lafleur's team never made it eight times. Lemieux's team never made it eight times. Bobby Orr's team never made it eight times. Give me a great player. Because it's nobody a, ever made it eight times. Now, did, and you you were at the Gary Bettman availability. I did that morning at the hotel, and I mm-hmm. what what word did I? He did not uh, he did not like the term parody. They like the, no competitive Com- competitive balance. balance. Competitive Compet- balance. Remember, and he was like, "Well, we it's not." I, but it, hey, let's face it: the league does have parody. And this what's what's happened this year is I was going to ask: is it bad for the league? If Vegas wins the Stanley Cup, uh, no, there's it. There will be pockets of embarrassment around the league, but frankly, those pockets have already exist. And whether Vegas finishes or not, the people in Florida are already embarrassed. They made some mistakes, right? Win, lose, or draw here, Florida's not going to look better or worse because Vegas didn't win the cup. Mark, they I look like dummies. They let Smith and Marchessault and Galant go, and and encouraged Vegas to take those players. So yes, they don't look smart, and that's just the fact of life, pal. I've actually spoken to Vinny <laughs> Viola about what yeah. happened on uh, both the Galant firings yeah. and the decision to include Marchessault with uh, uh, Riley Smith. Right. Okay. He took full culpability. Well, you made a mistake. Conversation. You don't think there wasn't a push there from ownership. Hey, get rid of Riley Smith's contract here. Well, they want March show too. All right, fine. Yeah. You know, guys, there, there, you go. there you go, right? So, Guys make mistakes. That part's fine. Is so it it's not a thing for hockey? I don't know. It's a hell of a story. I, I think hockey should be, you know what? Uh, I'll say this. I think that all the other leagues had a chance to get into Las Vegas for years and years and years, and no one took the chance. Everybody was scared. Right, hockey. The National Hockey League took the leap of faith. They went into Vegas, and regardless of whether they are in the Cup or whether they even made the playoffs, it's been a huge success story. And the NHL was smarter than everybody else to go in there first. Okay, history tells us that. And everything worked out for Vegas. It's been an incredible. Story. They've done a terrific job. Their GMs- not all by not all by luck. They've done some smart things. They're skilled people. Oh, they no, sold no. it properly. Their game days are, aren't fluke. They do a great job. Uh, they do everything right. And now they're rewarded by this magical Cinderella story, which is pretty crazy. But Is it that much of a magical Cinderella story? Well, come on, anytime does it speak, makes it to the cup. Does it speak to the nature of hockey, though? The egalitarian nature of hockey that, that you do have to... Are well, you the opposite of LeBron. You're, they have no LeBrons. 
right? Right. But they got, you know... But two, it's a different sport. They got a first line, two seconds lines, and a third line. Mark, when you and me used to skate on... Well, you still skate on a regular basis. You're only as good as the worst player on your ice. That's well, why nobody... Sorry to do how this about to that you. fourth line? That's why nobody wanted Con Grykowski, right? <laughs> sorry, Con, just kidding. Leave Con alone. All right, Roy Stasiak. <laughs> how did, uh, you know... Just look kidding, at that, right, Rodeo. Look at the... I mean, I think of playoff games, and this is a question for the... Uh, Texas at six thirty, six thirty. Like this is a question for the statistical people, but in a, in a in a playoff game, when your fourth line scores a goal, what's your winning percentage? I'll bet you it's really high. When your fourth line chips one in, well, their fourth line is really a third line, and it's been chipping in like crazy all playoffs long. Though there should have been a penalty called on the cross check. Yeah, well, tough luck. But hey, that's should have been lots of penalties called. What it could have, should have. Right. It's it's, it's been a an break. Ama- it's an amazing story. We'll talk about who might have to deal with it moving forward when we return on Oilers Now. The success of Vegas and whether or not it'll change to uh, some extent how the NHL does business. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca That's ProAmSports.ca This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. One of the true superstars in the NHL, Connor McDavid. If you're looking for a fun destination this year, take the kids to Disneyland. The happiest place on earth. Fabulous fun, great food, warm weather. Book now with New West Travel. Your Disneyland California package includes nonstop airfare, four-star hotel for seven nights, five-day attractions pass. For reservations to Disneyland, call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446, or book online at newwesttravel.com. Disneyland, the happiest place on earth for the kids. All right, uh, Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector with you. Stoffer, Inspector for Horse Racing, Alberta Live Racing, Saturdays at Northlands Park. What did you think of that Tom Wilson hit? Uh, he's had worse for me. There's lots worse, for sure. Yeah. That wasn't quite as Rafi Torres-esque. Well, it wasn't that. a headshot. It was a body hard yeah. hit. He drilled, he drilled him. I said it, Speck. I don't know if you heard it in the drive-in. I've seen guys hit guys harder than that in men's league where there's no contact yeah. where somebody's mad at another guy and a guy stuck him or something or mm-hmm. got a stick on him or somebody wanted to send a message yeah, and they skate they skated through a guy and corked him and so are we are we at a point though like this is where the game's going that I'm not sure how I like it the other night Brooks Orpik uh, is allowed to reverse pivot. Well, he's allowed to not reverse pivot. Stand there motionless, not pivoting. Stand there, protect the puck against the boards in his feet and have his numbers to the rink. And no one's allowed to hit him. The minute you hit him, you're hitting his numbers because that's all he's given Uh, I thought Pequette's play was a bad play. Okay, because he hit him in the numbers real hard. But my point is, now we're playing in a league where the defenseman can just stand there and say, ha-ha, you can't hit me. Okay, let's have that league. We also have a league where you can skate around with your head down, completely down, like three feet off the ice. So the only available way for me to hit you coming at me is to hit you in the head because there's no way to get under that head because you're five foot ten, nine or eight, 
and you're bent down and you got your head down, you're not looking where you're going. So that's okay. That's your mechanism of defense now, right? Well, I can't that, hit you. And that's what's I can't hit you. That's what's happening in CAA hockey. Okay, so right? now we've got that. They guy. have that. What do I call it? The drag, where guys sit there and cut across the blue line. You used to cut across the blue line on Kevin Lowe and Lee Fogelin. Well, Lee Fogelin used to angle you. Right. Into Kevin Lowe, and, and then, then Kevin off. and then Kevin Lowe would destroy you, okay. right? That, right? And, and sure, that, but you, let's not go back thirty years. We're talking about today's game. So that we got the Orpic thing, we got the the heads down thing. Now we got the thing where Marchessault can make a pass, and he could admire that pass and not look where he's going. He could skate about ten feet. With looking over his left shoulder for no reason, he doesn't have to put his face forward so he can see someone coming. And you know what? He's allowed to do that now. You're not allowed to run into that guy or it's penalty. So where are we going? I got hit like that. Where are we going? I got hit like that in practice. Yeah, but that in was, pra- again, 30 years ago. I got we're hit like 2018. watching. I had, you know, is that how we're playing now? Bob? I had a guy who was a former head scout for this organization coaching our team. Watch what happens when you make this play where you're putting the puck. So I'm watching what happens, and the defenseman comes across, and Dave Bratton, and yeah. drills me. like And knocks the snot out of I'm me. Not, that was clearly an interference on Tom Wilson. The puck was long. By the way, he went But are we okay with guys year. skating around now, just not looking where they're going? And it's yeah. everyone else's fault if they yeah. run into somebody. I, is that all right? Is well, that how we no, play? I, I think if you're going to sit there and admire your past, you better be. Well, got to have your head in swivel. That's why. That's you got to. You know, it, it's it's not Orpic's fault anymore. It's the other guy's fault, right? It's not the head down guy fault. It's someone else's fault. It's not Marchessault's fault anymore. Now it's Tom Wilson's fault. How come no one takes care of their own business anymore? Well, nobody accepts any responsibility for anything. Every yeah. it's, it's everybody's yeah. fault. Well, it sure is in hockey these days. No, I'll it's in, it's that way in society. Right, Mark. the goalie it's leaves an the extended crease. metaphor for how society is today. Nobody no, takes maybe. personal accountability anymore. So the goalie leaves the crease, gets out into the play. You made me you feel this. Him, you made fault. me feel this way. There's never any intent to make you feel that way. What the hell are you talking about? Right. I don't so, like where it's going. You like where it's going? I'll tell you what, March is so won't watch his pass next time. He didn't get hurt. It was a clean, hard hit to the body. See, here's the thing. The like, puck was gone. It's Braden like, McNabb hits, let's move on. Braden McNabb hits guys like that all the time. He railroaded Joey Hishon and a Joey Hishon. Yeah, but my he's prob- not Tom Wilson. My he's issue with Braden McNabb, but, but Braden McNabb targets the other team's top players. That's what he does. I like my it. issue is how the Oilers responded. It was not enough for me McNabb. that in the game when Nugent Hopkins got crushed by Braden McNabb and then Cassian fought him. That was not enough. Where the hell's Milan Lucic? Then I don't care if they played a year together in L.A. You know what, Milan? You had a terrible year. Do something for one of your teammates. Or Carlson. Or go out there and go <laughs> smoke somebody and send a message once in a while yeah. instead of coming back to the bench and slamming your stick because you missed another one-timer. Yeah, sure. Do something. Fair enough. All right. 12.56 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector with you. Uh, speaking of uh, doing something. So the Oilers stepped up, uh, and some might say... They tried to take shortcuts with Sekra, signing Sekra and signing Lucic when they did. Oh, bad teams who go into free agency, that the free agency is a shortcut, right? Free agency okay. is a shortcut. That's what it is. Now, a lot of people, Craig Simpson has been very supportive of the Sekra sign and said, well, he's a good defenseman. He had, obviously had a terrible... They needed players. They had no right. players. In the Lucic's case, it's a double whammy because they moved out Taylor Hall to get Adam Larson, right? That wasn't a shortcut. That was a strategic move that has backfired. Right. That wasn't a shortcut. Okay. That was a, I'd rather have Lucic than Hall, and I can get Larson at the same sure. time. Let's okay. make this deal. See okay. ya. Okay. So, strategic. That move. was a plan that was made. It's not a shortcut. Okay. Was trading the 16 and the 33 for Reinhardt a shortcut? 
Uh, or was it I s- guess you trade draft picks for an established player. It was just a bad trade. It was a mis-evaluation, a bad was read on a player. Was he established at that point? No, not at all. Yeah. You know, they, sure, I'm just saying he was 21 and the draft picks are 18. So in that way... He was a fourth overall... I it mean, was a terrible we trade. We had people... He didn't get value. By the way, in trade. 2014, as the Edmonton Oil Kings went to the and won the Memorial Cup, mm-hmm. and Griffin Reinhardt was brilliant in the Memorial Cup that year, we had people calling the show saying the Oilers should trade the number three overall pick well, for Reinhardt. Whatever. That number three overall Those pick. Those people would have been wrong too, Bob. They turned out, to, uh, that pick turned out <laughs> to be Leon Dreisaitl. We'll talk about team building when we come back after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.